Would you be able to find your way back home if you were lost in the woods? No. Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Three Days Missing by Kimberly Bell. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Narrated by Vanessa Johansson and Sarah Naughton. Not in my house. <laughs> 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 you were prepared for that one. I was. I you was. heard it at at the very start when they were like, Three Days Missing by Kimberly Bell, narrated for you by blank and blank. <laughs> you were like, I got this. I was like, not in this book. <laughs> <laughs> the publisher was Harlequin Audio. I love the term Harle- Harlequin. 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 It's that Joker, Joker's girlfriend. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I always forget that, that it's mm-hmm. like a put together. Yeah. And they're like jokers. Yeah. Harley They put them. Yeah. They put them apart. It's kind of cute. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Harley Quinn. Mm. The audiobook release date was June 26, 2018. We have done a lot of 2018 we books have. this year. This is a popular year for books. It is. Yes. It really, really is. The duration is nine hours and 49 minutes. And the genre is suspense, literary fiction, and do you know where your children are? Oh, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> read us the summary for us. I will actually read this summary from the back of the paperback book that we got for free by Kimberly Bell. <laughs> that was unnecessarily too attitudish. You had a really big <laughs> attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what happened today at work, but <laughs> that had a lot of tune. When a child goes missing, two mothers' lives collide in a shot. <laughs> Cameroon! <laughs> mother. I was going to say, ma- two mothers. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, their worlds collide. Yes. In a shocking way in this suspenseful <laughs> suspenseful. <laughs> in this suspenseful novel from the best selling author of The Marriage Lie. Kimberly Bell. <laughs> it's every parent's worst nightmare, the call that comes in the middle of the night. When Cat Jenkins awakens Cat Jenkins awakens <laughs> to the police on her doorstep, her greatest fear is realized. Her nine-year-old son, I thought he was Ethan, eight. I thought he, wait, he was He totally eight. was eight in the book. Totally eight. Totally eight. Her he son. he was in second grade. <laughs> yes. If he was nine, he would be in third grade. Third. Mm-hmm. Good math. I her son. Good. Oh, you didn't? Yes. Her son, Her Ethan. son. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> her son, Ethan, is missing. Vanished from the cabin where he'd been on an overnight class trip. Shocked and distraught. Cat rushes to the campground, but she's too late. The authorities have returned from their search, empty-handed, after losing Ethan's trail in the mountain forest. Another mother. Another mother. Brother from another mother. <laughs> from, from the school, Steph Huntington. Oh, that's how you spell that? Yeah. Oh. Seems like she has it all. <laughs> <laughs> Money, prominence in the community, a popular son, 
and a loving husband. She hardly knows Cat, except for the voices. Does that say voices? The voices, it says vicious. Except for the vicious gossip that swirls around Cat's traumatic past. But as the police investigation unfolds, Ethan's disappearance has earth-shattering consequences for Steph. As her path crosses with Cat. <laughs> as the two mothers race against the clock, their desperate search for answers reveals how the greatest dangers lie behind the everyday smiles of those they trust the most. Ooh, powerful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just have to say that I really liked the narrators. I know that you had some different feelings, mm -hmm. but I liked them. The only thing I did not like is when you had headphones in and you were listening to, I'm guessing it was Vanessa, mm. the quality of the production was lower. Yes. It was, it was different. Interesting. Yes, I did. I did feel Vanessa's quality was a little bit not muffled. I don't want to use that word because it's a strong word here, mm -hmm. but tinted maybe. Yeah. Like it sounded really tinny. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah's was clear and, and nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also whenever Vanessa had to go back and do a correction of any kind. You could, yes, you could tell. Because we could even tell, because when me and Sean went up to New York and we were coming back, we listened to this, the first uh, part of this together in the car on the way home. So we could actually hear those corrections over the stereo which is weird because you couldn't hear the quality difference on stereo between Vanessa and Sarah. Yes. So it was really, really weird because you could hear the corrections, but you couldn't hear the initial differences. I heard the corrections in the car, but I couldn't hear the uh -huh. corrections listening to my phone when I was doing the dishes or something. Right. So that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it was really strange because Sean was like, could you hear that correction? Mm -hmm. and I was like, I could. Hmm. Gosh, we are so nitpicky. I love it. We are nitpicky. Actually, I preferred Vanessa's reading over Sarah's because I just, I don't know. I just, I, I know that Steph was supposed to be this high class mayor's wife, but I didn't get that from Sarah. I got kind of popular mom, let's go have brunch kind of feel. See, at the beginning, I got that from mm -hmm. her. But then like as the book progressed she kind of aligned more with Kat. Like I felt like they, and they yes. never really had a friendship they throughout never. the entire book, which was refreshing. Yes. Cause I really thought that they were going to have some sort of friendship and I was gonna be like, no, 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 no. How is this going to work? Your son is a bully Steph mm -hmm. and he bullies Ethan. Yes. But there was, there was a mutual respect. Yeah. I think that's, I think they didn't have to, ha they didn't have to have a friendship after this, No. but they did respect each other in the sense of in the beginning, Cat was like that stupid woman and her mm -hmm. stupid son, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden she was like, huh, I see that woman actually doing something about my, my son who's missing. Yeah. And she's the one that got all these other women and families to speak yeah. up. Eventually. Eventually. And I mean, when she first got to the campground, it was a different story. Yeah. She was like side-eyeing Cat and stuff. Mm -hmm. that just slap those eyeballs yes. right off her face. That initial reaction or... or What's that saying? React like when you meet some impressions can be tough. Uh, yes. first impressions, first impressions are, are that difficult. Difficult. 
Right. Anyway. <laughs> We're not a sayings <laughs> podcast. We are a review podcast. But at first impressions of Steph, I was like, this B. Yes. You know? Ugh. I was ready to not like her. But, but over yeah. the extent of the book, I started to like Steph. And I said, oh, she going to get it. She going to yeah. help out. By the end of the book, I was like, okay, Steph, I... I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. But I think that Kat's narration, Vanessa, she did or she had more emotion. Yes. For me in in the book. I also liked her accent. She had an accent and then she also did. So I think Sarah did really, really good male voices. Both Mm -hmm. of them did phenomenal male voices. Oh, yes. But I just liked the accent that Vanessa put on to Kat Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Is I think that it fit in with that southern atmosphere. Yeah. I think more. I also liked her child voice better. Yeah, than oh, that was, it was kind of creepy. Yeah, so creepy at the which very end, which is perfect because at the very end, Ethan has his own chapter. Yeah, and I'm like, I get chills when I start hearing him talk about like knives to, to his throat. Yeah, and and the it fact was creepy. that the fact that Sammy was sitting there like watching it the whole. Oh, oh I can't. I cannot. Oh. Can you believe? Oh, by the way, bitch, this is spoilers. Can you we believe? We already went over that in our last episode. <laughs> Can you believe that little creeper knew everything? No. Mm. I wanted to put him in a box and ship him off to China. I said, I don't care. And I guess the whole idea of like, you know, the chapter was identifying trauma. Everyone deals with it themselves and how the, they talked about how Ethan didn't want to talk about or hasn't mentioned anything about the knives to his, to his throat. And then when he had his own chapter in his head, he was sitting there saying, oh, no one asked me about the knives or, I, or no one could, you know, I could never talk about that. And no one knows how, to, how it feels. And so I get it. Like Sammy had trauma, witness kidnapping. But speak. Yes. Use your words, child. Uh, and you are eight. It makes me feel like he did it on purpose. Yes. It's like he wanted him dead. Well, I mean, they were describing throughout the entire thing that Ethan and Sammy do not like each other. They have like, I think Steph. I think it was in Steph's part where she was saying if someone could be allergic to another person, Sammy and Ethan are allergic to each other. They just are complete opposites. And even after Ethan was taken Mm -hmm. on the way home with Steph, Sammy was like, he's so weird. Your classmate was just kidnapped. He might be dead. And um, it was supposed to be you. So I would have smacked him. Yeah. Oh, I would have smacked him the legal way. Open hand on the butt, like with some pants. Is that legal? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. In Merlin, open hand, no marks, no leaving marks. That's great. <laughs> because on the flip side, we also had Kat's story, which was her story of abuse and how she was escaping an abusive husband. <laughs> so, oh. Mm, sorry about oh. it. I grew up beat. <laughs> I mean, Sammy was just... Oh, and he had so at one part they do a lot of um like interjecting games and stuff mm-hmm. that that kids play nowadays Xbox and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so Sammy was playing a game on the Xbox, and he um had mentioned that he needed to get back to it because there was something important on it, and his mom didn't understand. She just thought that he was being kind of whatever Mm -hmm. a a boy wanting to like play his console like go back to it yeah Yeah. 
So she didn't think anything of it. So when she found out that he bypassed her parental controls and all of that, she took the, the system away. Sammy ended up like running away to go to his friend's house to use the system. And then he got it back, but only after telling his mom that he had seen Ethan on the game that he was playing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he would have actually went to his parents no. and told them, I have seen Ethan in this game. I'm trying to get to him. Mm -hmm. If they would not have, have intervened. And I think that was Ethan's point at the, at the end. He was like, I hate how we had to accept his apology and we forgave him because he's not going to change. No. He's going to be the same little sick, demented, twisted little boy he was. Yes. He is going to grow up to be an Andrew who in this book was ugh, gross, mm -hmm. abusive, nasty, mm -hmm. um, just ugh. He was the complete opposite of Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Also, I was very confused. I thought he was her brother because at the end... They said uncle on there. He said uncle, but I guess Uncle Lucas, the friend. Yeah, I really I mean, wanted them the to be together. To, some, to, to other people. Yeah, true. I'm the uncle to my niece or my um cousins. I'm the uncle to my niece. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. But I have cousins who they call me uncle. And so I get that. But I was really hoping he was a brother because I really want... Like, was feeling that connection between Lucas and Kat. I was really hoping he was not any part related, which it turns out he's not. Yes. So now that makes me think I, they could have been together. Yes. They could have did it, did it, phone, did it. <sighs> they could have. Mm. But I was also feeling Mac. Me too. What? Kat has so much love. Oh, Cat Mac. Ooh. Ooh. But yeah, what what detective says, call me Mac? When his well, name he is... said it to Lucas. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. He told Kat that his name was like Brent McIntosh or something like yeah. that. And then when Lucas came back from his like pioneering days in the woods. Oh, that was so hot. Oh, when he found the breadcrumbs oh. and he was like, Mac has it. And Kat was like, who's Mac? Who's Mac? <laughs> and he's like, the police detective? He's like, oh, he told me to call him Brent. <laughs> it's that Lucas. It's a muscles. It. Yeah, mm. Lucas just makes everybody yes <laughs> share a nickname that nobody calls them. <laughs> exactly. Call me bra. <laughs> Call me bra. <laughs> no, when he when she got when he got the phone call from Cat in the very beginning, he like took you know woke up and he Kimberly Bell described him as muscly Ooh. and the girl laying next to him and he just pushed her aside and said. I gotta go. Ooh, I'm dizzy. I was like, yes. Yes. So hot. I, he just mm. left some strange woman. Maybe it wasn't a strange woman. Maybe he knew her, but he just left her in his house. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't his house. Maybe it wasn't. Oh. Mm, that's even hotter. Questions. Hmm, hmm. The mystery continues. Can we have a spinoff of Lucas? Yeah, we need a sequel. The, <laughs> Lucas, Lucas and Mac. Lucas and Mac. Take Atlanta. <laughs> Take each other <gasps> behind the dumpster oh. during Pride Weekend. Oh. Oh, sorry. It's turned into a totally different genre of sorry. book. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go on. Um, I need some water. Give me water. Uh, water, mm. please. The house is empty. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should train Benny to bring us. I mean, if we, we could should. train him to come down the stairs. Yes, that's true. He hates coming down the basement because. That's step one. <laughs> I mean, look at the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. 
But anyway, this book was phenomenal. The narrators were I pretty pretty good. They were good. I'm I not would gonna, listen to them. Yeah, I would listen to them again. I would listen to other things that they've done. Yeah. I did not hate them. I I think their work was really good. Yeah. But it was it was just like good. It wasn't anything to be like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. you have to listen to this book. Yes. I would exactly. read it. I would read this book, hands down, listen to it, read it, do anything you can. Braille yeah. it. Can, Eat it. Can this book be in Braille? That's an interesting topic. Whoa. Do books become in Braille? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably why they make audiobooks. Wait. Oh my God. <laughs> Sometimes people probably read with their fingers. Some people are blind and deaf. That is true. Helen Keller. What did she read? Did she read this book in Braille? (laughs) (laughs) These are the questions. These are the hard-hitting questions. (laughs) These are the days of our lives. (laughs) But seriously, like, hmm, that's an interesting thing. I bet you there are books that are completely in Braille. But would they be thicker than they, they the real book? They have to be. They, no, actually, would they be thinner? Because one word is sometimes two little dots. Oh, yeah. It's like typing on those typewriter machines in the jury rooms. Yes. You know, they're like not full keyboards. keyboards. No, I don't actually know that. I agreed because I thought I was going to know it, but I don't. Yeah, apparently, like, in the jury system, or not the juries, but the uh, in the courtroom systems, the, what are they called? The people that type? What are they called? Scribes? Scribes? No. Courtroom? Courtroom typers. Typer. I think it's a clerk. No. Clerk. Clerkmans. Court typist. Okay. Court typist. Okay. Like, look at their, hold on, you have to see. That's so, so their strange. keyboards are, like, real short. A steno thing. Is that See, all the like letters? Captioning. Yeah. Is that all the letters? Yeah. So it like it like takes it and you you like write in like a thing. This is a great description. Uh but you like basically just like type in there and it it goes full words and it's like a condensed keyboard. Why don't they make these for everyone? Because everyone is stupid. That's true. I cannot see either one of us knowing how to use this Mm-mm. or wanting to learn. I mean, I am pretty fast on the keyboard. But this isn't a regular keyboard. And everyone says, how do you do that without looking at the, the little keys? And I'm like, practice. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So in three days missing, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sammy is a little twit. Yes. I did not like him whatsoever. I loved Sam. Mm-hmm. His father, Sammy's oh, father. I was I did. on board with Sam. Because most politicians in books, you don't like. Yeah. But I really like Sam. I really liked him. And, okay, so when did you kind of figure out, like, what was going on? It was difficult because the twist at the end with Josh, I was not expecting it because I didn't think that that was huge. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. When the big reveal came out, when Josh was the one that kidnapped, quote unquote, Sammy, but really kidnapped Ethan. It was Josh and his sister, Charlie, who are related to Sam Huntington. They're distant cousins. Distant distant cousins. I'm sorry. That's okay. Distant cousins with the politician, Sam, and 
the his wife, Steph. And Josh actually works as like an advisor for Sam. Chief of staff. Chief of staff, mm-hmm. yeah. And so the twist came out. Jerk gets a quarter of a million dollars a year. That's ridiculous. Why are you trying to kidnap someone if you get a quarter of a million dollars a year? I don't make even half of that. I don't even make a third of that. I don't even know what I make. I don't I don't know what I make. And I would never kidnap someone. I would never. Unless it was Matt Bomber. I would never make the mistake and kidnap the wrong person. Mm. First of all, that's what I would get right. That's true. That's true. Charlie was just stupid in the woods. I got you was so, so dumb. So stupid. I do love a girl named Charlie, though, but ugh, so stupid. Okay, so what I did like. Um, anyway, you were, wait, you were continued to continuing to describe Josh, the mm-hmm. twist there. Yes. I just feel like it wasn't a huge surprise. Because I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. probably why, why, you know, he was doing this because he wanted to get some revenge on Sam. Yeah. So when they introduced Josh, um, they were talking about him a little bit when Ethan first went missing about how he, Josh was out of town um, visiting his sister. So when they, when he came home and he... Um, met Steph at like the door in their house and whatnot. The background of Josh as a character kind they went over it a little bit. Mm-hmm. They went over the fact that he has the um, Merrill line, which is the same, like you share the same blood as the Huntingtons, mm-hmm. but Josh's father lost all of his money, like. They grew up very poor, or his grandfather or something, yeah. grew up very poor. They were not as, like, successful as um, Sam's family, and just everything was a struggle for uh, Josh and his sister, whereas for Sam, it was very easy. Mm-hmm. So that's described kind of in the beginning of the book. So I was a little bit like, and this I think, guy's acting weird. Yeah, and I think that's I didn't pick it up then, I'll be yeah. honest, but I think that's why the the climax was just like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, they led us in a different direction with Andrew very, very quickly. Definitely. I think Andrew was a huge red herring. Oh, I needed Andrew to be it though. Yeah, I really did. I was like, please let Andrew kidnap his own son. When Lucas snatched his phone in the car when they were like on their way to the woods to oh like get to get Ethan. And he was like, I'm going to read your emails. I'm going to go through your call list. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go through every single personal ounce of data you have. I, and I love how Andrew was so scared of Lucas. Yes. He was like, is Lucas out front? <gasps> oh. Or is Lucas over your house? Oh, when he tricked her into coming out, oh, the mailbox? I was disgusted. The mailbox? Yes. yes. The mailbox? The mailbox. Ugh. Disgusted. Girl needs to get a lock in mailbox. She needs to get one of those robots that like delivers your mail to the door. So you don't even Ooh, have to go out. Like a dog? Yeah. Hmm. That would work. They're cuter, too. They are cuter. She could adopt Rufus. Oh, my God. Rufus. So there was a dog. This is this is one of the things that I was going to start describing. Um, I really loved was how Kimberly handled a dog in her book. Yes. So Rufus is Charlie's dog, the kidnapper of Ethan. Mm-hmm. And um, he was described as being kind of a mean dog that would eat Ethan if he left the trailer. Um, just very barky, loud, growly, yeah. and bitey. So Ethan never left, and the police were actually warned when they were going up to that trailer about Rufus. I would have expected the police to, like, kill Rufus 
on site. But luckily, Kimberly did not make me have to stop reading her book. They explained what happened to Rufus Mm -hmm. when Ethan was in the hospital. He actually ends up going to a shelter where he will be rehabilitated and then adopted to see if he's actually mean or to see if he was just like hungry and i loved the explanation of that because me too the police i think it was it was mac who said it he said dogs aren't a product of their genetics it's a product of their environment yes. is that what he said yeah he he said or like they're, they're it's not, not their naturally genetics, it's their the environment environment yeah, yeah. it's not that na- they're not naturally mean and i yeah. love that because i was it like was, oh my god uh, she seriously had so many elements in mm-hmm. this book. Elements that you wouldn't even expected, like domestic violence, bullying, animal control. Animal, yeah. Mm. Animal treatment and the well being of animals. Yes. I mean, it was just and then, everything. And then Rufus started chasing the squirrel. I giggled. I know. I giggled. I was like, I was like, oh, he was like, because Ethan was describing it and he was, he was saying, I was so scared of Rufus, but then he just started chasing a squirrel. Yeah, so I could continue <laughs> to make my Wi-Fi internet uh, antenna. And hack four, four different police stations and fire departments. Oh my God, I love that kid. And the air, and the- NASA. Uh, na- na- <laughs> no, the, what was it called? The um the airplane people, yes. the tower people yes. or whatever, oh the command, cons- command center or whatever. Like- and he used it in order to get onto Xbox. <laughs> so that he could also send his uncle messages. Uncle Lucas. Who did we ever find out who Big Big Gamer Joe was or whatever his name is? No. When Steph found this name of Gamer Joe in Sammy's Xbox and she was like, Who is this? I'm think, taking your Xbox away forever. I think it was just a um school classmate or whatever. Oh, okay. Hmm. Cause she it, she she flipped out. She did because he hacked her password, changed the parental controls. To Super Sammy one two three. What the? I hate this kid. Th- that kid got on my nerve. Ugh. Like I could not stand him. Mm. I was like, this is why people choose not to have children. Mm-hmm. Is Sammy? Mm-hmm. It was oh man. So overall, I really really love this book. Yes, me too. I love the characters. I cannot wait for more Kimberly Bell. I am so excited. I can't wait until 2019. For book five. Yes. Which you guys should hear about soon. Yes. In our interview. Which we will be releasing on Thursday. So be sure to tune in to our interview with Kimberly Bell because it is a good one. She's so amazing. And her Atlanta accent. She thought we were from the South. She was like, you guys from the South? I was like. We no. the fake South. The fake. Mm-hmm. We have people that surround us that like to think they're in the South, but they're not. Exactly. Ugh. Good times. Good, good times. times. Good by times. All. So yeah, so be sure to tune into that and also pick up Kimberly's book, Three Days Missing. It is a new release. It just came out a month ago. Mm-hmm. So it is it's special. Do you know how you can get that book for free? How? So if you go into our website at audioshelf.me, there should be a little icon thingamajigger that says Audible Affiliate. And so you should click that and then download the 30-day free trial and get two free books. And one of them can be Three Days Missing. It can. Yay. That would be really cool. 
then you can stay up to date with everything that we are releasing, like when we release the Kimberly Bell interview, by liking us on Facebook at Audio Shelf, following us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, and also following us on Instagram at Audio Shelf underscore podcast. Mm. And if you would like to help us out and make our podcast grow, you can find us on Patreon and donate to the cause. Yes, you can find that information in our Twitter bio. And also you can probably search Patreon as well. We're Audio Shelf. And if you donate, we can give you the best and better quality recordings and shows for you guys. Yes, and we also will shout you out in an episode. Mm-hmm. Who, so, wants, who wants a shout out? Everybody wants shout outs on, on shows. I mean, That's right? true, right? Like, you want to feel that little bit of fame. I know we do. Yes, we do. Subscribe to us wherever you can listen to your podcast, and we are pretty much everywhere. So be sure to do that. So until next time, probably Thursday, for our Kimberly Bell interview, mm. we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. We didn't say if we were going to shelf it or shove it. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Shelf it. We're going to shelf it. <laughs> <laughs>This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. That's what I thought. Because <laughs> if I put breadcrumbs down, I'd eat them because I'm hungry. And this keto diet is not making it easy. <laughs> Narrated by Vanessa Johansson. What's her name? Johansson. Johansson. Jan- Johansson. Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Seems like she has. She see. They're desperate. <laughs> what was that noise? So, already so much editing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done a typewriting test? Yeah. I was in typewriting class. Yeah, in like ninth grade. Have you done one recently? No. You should. Should we do one now? We could try it. Okay. Well, I are, I've already done it before, so I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Your laptop is different. There's like space and, you know, it might take me a long time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. So. You have Miss to Fallbrook. you have to you have to type that you have to type those words. So you have to type. Okay. I will get out of your way so that you can have right. full reign. This is worrying me. Okay. Ready? Tell me when. And go. Uh, You're gonna fail. This is not. <laughs> this is not bad. Went press complete i'm falling asleep uh, you spelled complete wrong numeral <laughs> nothing his good look best, best remember remember, oh, you, remember. you still remember uh, all wrong i hate the word remember <laughs> okay more best eat and what is the sentence live Tail find or I feel like my four year old niece wrote this. <laughs> horse. She doesn't even word. know how to say horse. Word. I said word. 
worked. See something. <laughs> now you gotta go to worked, worked, worked. <laughs> Differ new house. More port. When is this over? I don't Might know. I think whenever you want it to be warm over. call feels. There you start. go. You, 103. 103 oh, wait, words wait, wait. per minute? Corrected CPM, 181. Your words per minute is 36. Is that not good? I don't know. Should I try it? I don't know. I'm I corrected. How many corrected words? I don't know. I got, I got a lot of words wrong. You did. <laughs> you you did. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you it was, it it's was a your different keyboard. keyboard. It it's a, key, a different keyboard. Different keyboard. It happens. It happens. Right, here we go. Oh my god! Why are you so fast? You're already on the fourth line. Oh, you're fixing your corrections. You were too. Was I? Sometimes. I got panicked. Call horse. Seriously, what are these like stupid sentences? Still science often. Mineral fool. Oops. It's because you're married to a hacker. Under his <laughs> eye. Oh. Big morning through. Big money. So how many words? 277? Oh. Oops. So you did 40 words. Two more words than me. I didn't realize that it ends at some point. Oh, it ends. So I paused in there for a while. Okay. So 50 words Whatever. per minute. Whatever. How did Let's... we get on this topic? Oh, crap. What book are we talking about again? Oh, Three Days Missing by Kimberly Bell. No. Oh, we're going to do that part. Okay. Um. Yes. So this book, we need to edit that. um um uh yeah the book was really good 